Oh, no, normally I do a, a warm up vocal exercise, but and I ask people to join in, but nobody seems to know the words to this song, so I'm hesitant to do it with you. Okay, okay. unless you want, unless you want me to, and if you're good at song lyrics, I'll I'll do it. <laughs> what, what is it? Well, what song? Uh, well, this is a thing. No one, it's a most, most popular songs in the world, but no one ever gets. So I'll I'll do it. Okay, I warm up with this song with a vocal exercise, but I'm just, I'm not going to sing it obviously because I don't have a falsetto. But if you know the words, I want you to join in. Is that okay? Okay. All right. I was dreaming when I wrote this. Forgive me if it goes astray. But when I woke up this morning, I could have sworn it, it was, sworn it judgment, was judgment, day. judgment Day. Oh, my God. Perfect. Thank you. The sky was all purple. All purple. There, there were people, people flying running everywhere. Running everywhere. Yeah. Trying to run from the destruction. Destruction. You know. And I didn't. Oh, I didn't even care. Oh, my God. You're the first. Thank you so much. Oh, my God. Dude. She did it. She did it, guys. Hear all that, listeners? You didn't get it. <laughs> How does everybody not know, no, friend? Nobody did. You're the first. Oh my god, I was about to give up on this. I wasn't going to do it today, but oh my god, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Now I'm going to do your intro. Now you can either okay. join in or laugh or whatever you want. Okay, <laughs> check one, check two. Hi everybody, welcome back to the podcast. My first season, very very special guest today. We both did our first season in Turks and Caicos in 1994. I arrived summer 94, uh, but as I was leaving, this person was arriving. So she did the 94, 95 season that winter. She is from, you're from San Diego, right? San Diego? San Diego, yeah. She is from San Diego, beautiful California. Please help me welcome to the show, Melissa. Hey you, how are you? Yay! Thank you. That's good, how are you? Well, good, thanks for, for being here. I'm super excited, actually. You're tall, right? And like I said, a little nervous. <laughs> no, no, no. You're tall people are never nervous. You're tall, if I recall, right? How tall are you? Very tall. About six one. That's right. Yeah, six yeah. one. Yeah. So I remember when when you arrived. Of course, we. I guess we both got lucky being sent to Turks and Caicos our first season. You probably didn't know much about Club Med as well. I didn't so... know anything about Club Med. No, that... I didn't know where Turks and Caicos was on a map. And I said well... that to the lady when she called me and said, you're going to Turks. I said, where's that? I go, I'm looking at a map. Well, get a bigger map. Well, let's, <laughs> let's, let's get into let's get into that <laughs> or a globe. Remember globes? Okay. Oh my um, god, a globe. Yeah. So yeah. So where were you living? Were you working? Were you going to school? Okay, so and then how did you find I, out about it? I tell everybody this story. This is like my life story. I give it the spiel whenever I can. Um. So back a long, long time ago, my gosh, a hundred years ago, I was in junior college. So I was probably I don't know nineteen ish, and I was waiting tables at a lovely restaurant called TGI Fridays. In really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that did was you my have the, the vest with the flair, or am I thinking I another? I did restaurant? have the flair. <laughs> I had the socks, I had the vest, oh, and the pins. Nice. I think it, it was good preparation for being a GL, actually. Probably <laughs> looking yeah. back. So I waited tables, and one night these two guys come in. I was in college, you know, it was just a part-time job. So these two guys come in, and I'm waiting on them, and I, their their accents were kind of all over the place. I didn't understand like they were American, but they weren't American. So finally, I was like, what are you, where are you from? And they were like, everywhere. And they were fun and tan and good looking. And I was like, okay, funny. I come back later. I go, no, like, what do you do? And they're, we do everything. I'm like, well, I'm not really getting anywhere with them. So I served them their food. And I, at the end of the evening, they come back and they're like, hey, let's talk. And I was like, okay. And I was like, so what do you really do? And they said, we're GOs. And I was like, what are you saying to me? What is a GO? And they're like, we work for Club Med. I go, what is Club Med? <laughs> like I, I was a small town girl living my small town life in a, in the Bay Area, San Ramon. And they said, this is a vacation resort around the world. They have vacation resorts around the world. And we work there. I go, it was like my brain just exploded. I was like, wait, what? You can get paid to travel around the world? And how does this work? And so we ended up, uh, another waitress and I, a girlfriend of mine, went over to their house that night, probably not the smartest in the world looking back. Oh boy. And they showed us all these amazing pictures of, you know, beautiful places around the world. Everybody's having a great time. They're snorkeling, they're scuba diving. And I was just like, I, I, I need to do this. So fast forward like three years later, because I mean, it was, I had to get through college. I had a life to lead. Wait, can I, um, I ask you what you, were, uh, what, yeah. what you were studying in college? Am I allowed to ask that? Oh, okay. So I went, so I transferred down to Long Beach after, I don't know, a couple of years of junior college. And I was doing, I wanted to do uh, cinematography is what I wanted, but it was a very impacted uh, major. And so I ended up doing communications. Okay. Because I just wanted to go into the movies. I don't know, you know, that's LA always seemed very fascinating and wow and exciting. And so this is something that, you know, it was a way to get down to LA and try to be in the movies, I guess. So, it was about not, three, so yeah, so yeah. you decided to finish school. So it was about three years from when you heard about Club Ed. So right, you actually exactly. applied? 
Yeah, so I applied. How did you find out how to apply back then? Because there, gosh, oh my gosh, how did I find out? So no, there was no internet. (laughs) Um, I remember reading the paper one day, and they said, "Oh, this is how it happened. It was a total just by chance." I was reading the paper one day, the newspaper, because that's what I did back (laughs) in the day. I read newspapers. (laughs) What's a newspaper? And they said (laughs) Club Med is hiring. There's going to be interviews in San Francisco, and it's coming up like you know in three weeks time and I was like oh my god this is it this is it this is it I gotta go I gotta go so San Francisco was you know about 45 minutes away from my parents house where I was living so from where they were living so I went back home graduated went back home lived with them trying to figure out what to do with my life because I just didn't want to go work in an office and then I saw that ad and so I applied I, I wrote in I sent in a resume they wrote me back or called me they must have called me I guess and anyway we scheduled the appointment in San Francisco I went and you know I'm six foot one and there's a guy, I think his name was Steve, Scuba Steve, and he had brown curly hair and he was like about five, five. And he stands, he's like, Melissa Cuevas. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this little man is not going to like me in my tallness. He's not going to like me. <laughs> this is over before it's begun. So he brings me out and we just start chatting and we have the nicest freaking conversation. He, he like knew the guys who I was talking about. He was just excited about the whole idea of Club Med. And at the end, I was like, you know, really nervous. I mean, I had nothing else going on in my life. This was my whole goal was to work for Club Med at this point. And I said, um, I know you're not going to let us know for a while, but just how did I do? Did I do okay? And he goes, you got it. You're going. And you're going to be really happy about where you're going. And I was like, okay. So did you talk position at that point? No. So I said I was, you know, had done some modeling, which I had, and I didn't really, I spoke a little French, but I mean, I'm a tiny bit because I, you know, took two years in high school. It wasn't like I was fluent by any means. So no, I didn't know what to expect. I wasn't even sure what jobs were available. I just said, I'll do anything. You know, I can babysit. I can, you know, I can stand there at a restaurant and pass out, you know, seat people, whatever you oh, need me that's to do. What they, they had back then, hostesses. Yeah, we had hostesses and such. So about three weeks later, I don't hear anything and I'm just like getting depressed. So finally I make a phone call. Um, I get a phone call back. I'm at a job working for the summer at a, at a really nice gym called uh, Club Sport, ironically. So I call, I get a phone call one evening about five o'clock and, and it's my mom. And she goes, you got to call this number right now. Club Med just called. You got to call them right back right now, right now. And I was like, oh my gosh. So I called in and I talked to this lady and she was in New York or something or Florida. Gosh, where was she? she was in New York. She said, you're going to Turks and Caicos. Can you leave to, on Tuesday? And it was like Sunday. And I was like, no, that's in two days. And she goes, okay, can you leave Saturday? I said, fine. I got six days. Okay. She goes, I'm going to send you a list of things you have to buy. I'm going to fax it to you. <laughs> She's like, you need an outfit for, you know, black and white night, and red night, and this and that. And I, you know, things about what kind of to wear and pack and everything. So my mom and I, I quit my job, gave them two days notice. I'm sorry, got to go. And um, my mom and I went on a shopping spree like crazy. And I bought everything I could think of. And on Saturday, my dad just said to me, you know, you can always come home this doesn't work out. We'll find a way to get you back, but you can always come home. And I said, thank you. And they sent me off and that was it on my way. Now, Woo-hoo. so this would have been, yeah, we were guessing since I was at the end of my season, this probably was around September or end of September. I'm guessing that when you arrived. That sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah. When you get to the immigration at Turks and Caicos, now did oh, you, yeah. did you, cause I, I did something cause you know, we're actually told that we were told not to, to say, say that, that you're going to work yes so i did that and then they said well, why do you have 16 bars of soap sir because i i didn't know what <laughs> you know i knew i was going for long i knew prices might have been expensive so did you have any um any uh, incidences no. like that or no no it's funny but i told through? them up front i said i'm here to work at club med and they were like oh okay oh, oh you said that? they let me in yeah they what? didn't say anything they gave me a hard time because of my 16 bars of soap Okay. Okay. Good. Now you call. You call. <laughs> so when I got, to, yeah, when I got to the club, they told me, "Oh, you weren't supposed to tell them." I'm like, "Well, I okay. didn't know that." Okay. <laughs> you recall who the first geo you saw at the airport was? No, but I do think it was definitely. It had to have been somebody from traffic, but I don't remember. But I, I think I just got. I just felt like, oh, I was on a bus with a bunch of tourists, like but people well, guessed. GMs. Mine, was, mine was Alfie. So he was an okay. extremely tan, good looking guy yes. with jet black hair. Uh, Mexico, I, believe, <laughs> I think it was Alfie. 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 Okay. Yeah. Yes. I think it was Alfie. And I just found a picture of him and I together, actually, because I was looking at pictures to kind of reminisce right before this phone call. Okay. And so yeah, I have a picture of Alfie. Him. So I'm pretty sure it must have been him. All right. Now, what but I remember. You... Sorry. Go ahead. I was just going to say, I was sitting next to flight attendants, these great girls. 
who were like, oh, what are you doing? I said, oh, I'm going to go work at Club Med. And they're like, oh, we love it there. We go all the time because flight attendants really got a good deal. So they would come to Turks all the time. Yes. So um, they were like my friends when I first arrived. I had two flight attendant girlfriends, you know, so I didn't feel so alone walking into this very intimidating position that I did not have a clue about what well, I was when they, yeah. Into. So they told you over the phone before you left, you were going to be in the boutique? Yes. So and yeah, I probably you ever worked in a boutique. No, not really. But I mean, I can do okay. anything. I'll smile and sell you cigarettes and shoes okay. and <laughs> flip flops okay. and <laughs> all now, the candy that you want. You know, I can do that. Now at Scuba Tea, Steve told you about the hours that like the seven days a week, 12, 16 hours yeah, a day. Have you talked about that? Vaguely. It didn't seem like it. Vaguely. Like, oh, you work every day. And I was just <laughs> like, okay. Thinking, of course, I'm going to get days off. But yes, once I arrived, they were like, okay, you're going to be in the show tonight. And like, So I went to the boutique. Immediately, I met my chief of boutique, Nastika, is her name. Yes, yes, Nastika, yes. And I think she's Belgian, if I remember correctly, Nastika. She was she was leaving the boutique, so she was, you know, I was the first one of the new crew coming in, and um, so she was, you know, sending out her geos as new people were arriving, so I was the first to arrive, so really, she was only my chief for maybe a couple of weeks until she yeah. got sent away. She was part of the, uh, the team with the uh, former chief of village, that was there, Jean-Pierre, yeah. Jean-Pierre, exactly. And when I arrived, he was still there probably for another week or two. And then Greg Snyder arrived and he was my That's chief right. village during that, yeah, the next seven months. Are you saying they stuck you in a show like immediately after arrived? Yes. They were like, okay, you're going to be in the show tonight. And I was like, I don't know what to, what? What? Now, well, now, well, now that. I didn't uh, even know where my room is. What do you yeah. think I have to be in a show? Do you remember what show it was? <laughs> Yeah, so we had to sing four non-blondes, and I just had to lip sync it. It was a lip sync show that night, and I just had but, to play uh, wait, a guitar and sing what's four non-blondes. What's going on? Yes, yeah, what's, oh, what's I love, going on? I love that song. Love that song. Okay, so okay, I was so, like, yes, I know the words. Okay, Thank so it's you. not like they we'll they threw it. you into an intricate dance number, so you had to memorize, you know, steps. So that okay, that's Thankfully, not bad. Thankfully, no. Okay, that good. came in like day two. And did you wind so up? You know how it is. Did you wind up winning like, that whole lip, yeah. that whole damn lip sync show? Did you win? Or? <laughs> I don't think we won that night. Okay. I don't even know if there was a real competition. It was just a bunch of everybody's getting up, you know, doing their songs, moving on to the next one. But so, like, it was just intense. You know, the first night I arrived, I'm in a show. I get a guest room. I met up with my then my first roommate, which oh my gosh, I can't think of her name right now. But she went to she was in the scuba team. And then eventually, I about a week later, I got into a room with Nancy. I don't know if you know Nancy. She um, has blonde hair, and she was in Excursions. Oh, okay, she was yeah. French Canadian, also. Yeah. yeah, I remember. Yeah, wow. And she ended up marrying a guy from Scuba Team, also. Oh, really? Anyway, yeah, I know small world. Like things, you know, you know how it is. Love happens when you have all these guests coming week after week. It, it kind of makes sense after a while that the geos all hook up because it's like you need familiarity. I mean, like, well, you know, nobody. Yeah, I was, well, when I started, I was curious what your chief said. Like, that it was um, kind of open just, season. Well, no, 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 no. I'm talking about geo couples. Was, oh. um, I don't want to use the word discourage. It, it, it was rather, it was rather yes. better if you didn't, but he did emphasize, like, but if I, if you're so good and I don't know about it, if I never catch you, then it's fine. So, right. uh, so I was terrified of, yeah, even talking to a geo, uh, a female geo after that, after those meetings. Cause so I don't know if your chief, did that come up that topic or no? Uh, he, I think it was basically the same thing. I think, you know, he, the, the, the idea was sent across is that you're here for the guests. So please make yourself most available to the guest first. Yeah. Okay, got it. That was sort of just the theme. Like, you know, and if, if as long as it's not interrupting, you know, you hanging out and giving the guests their best vacation, then, then we're cool. But yeah, I don't think it was, I mean, there was some people in couples and everybody knew and it was fine. So that, but it wasn't the majority. I mean, the most of us were young, 21, two, three, four, you know, and excited to meet strangers also every week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so did you get any kind of uh, experience, any kind of culture shock your first week? I know you had a crazy uh, busy first week. So it was. Um, it was. Yeah. I'd never talked to so many foreigners in my life. Had you been, to, me, foreigners, had, had you, had you been to a resort before? No. Or, okay. So I didn't, I didn't know what to expect at all. Like I didn't, okay. I never had luxurious life growing up. Our, our family vacations were like us in a van driving across the desert. You know, it was Cause, never because back home in a shop, you probably didn't have guys with speedos walking in. So I'm sure, like, like when, you're, when, you in the, when you're in the boutique, you saw a lot of you saw you saw your share of speedos. I'm guessing. So. Oh, a lot of speedos, a lot of just I just every pe every person from all over the world. It was just blowing my mind. Like I, 
I feel like I found my people. Like I, I get bored going on American vacations because I don't, I mean, I live with Americans. I want to see something different. Show me something different. Show me different food, different environment, different everything. So this was just awesome. I thought this was just like winning the lottery of humanity. You know, it's a big melting pot. Did you have any time, any trouble getting up, uh, like waking up since when you're working oh, seven days a week God. at first, it's not, uh, it's not easy. It was. Because no, I think I, I think I recall easy. giving you my alarm clock when I left because you, you must yes. have told me how you're coming late or something. Yes. So I gave you Not my alarm clock. came to my door one day. Yeah, like okay. stomping on the door. She's mad because I had overslept. You know, you it is you have to learn how to to party every day and party all night and then go back to work at eight o'clock in the morning yeah. and look fresh and ready to go. And that was all new to me. Like I. I had partied, but I mean, this was well, like, well, every night is Saturday night, right? When you're in church. Every, every, that, oh my God. That is exactly right. Yeah, right. Like, every it's night it's is like Saturday it's, night. It's not like it's Wednesday. I gotta, I gotta work tomorrow. No, you have to work every day. So <laughs> yeah, it's like boot camp. Suddenly you're like professional party. You're also professional employee and it's never ends. Yeah. So I was very tired of the first week. I was, I, did, did you I learn how to sn- sneak in naps at all? No, because no? Okay. <laughs> no. whenever you have, whenever I had downtime, so our shifts at the boutique would be like, you'd work like the morning, like eight to 12, go to lunch. And then the, the lunch crew, would, you know, the afternoon girls would come in and, and replace you. But then in the meantime, you'd also do things like your laundry or go scuba diving or, you know, help serve platters of fruit on the beach or pass out popsicles or, you know, you, there's always something to be done. It's like the boutique was one job, but then there's also also side jobs constantly throughout the day. And that evening you have to be, you know, line dancing every night and before the disco, after the disco, after dinner, after, you know, blah, blah, blah. You mentioned scuba. Did you learn how to scuba there? Ah, yes, thankfully. So I had never been snorkeling. I didn't know what a scuba, like what scuba entailed at all. So I was not going to miss these opportunities. I mean, like this is the greatest job I think that anybody could have ever given me or given me this opportunity. So yeah, it was like, I'm going to learn how to scuba. I went out on the boat all the time. I finally got Patty certified. It took a little while, you know, studying for it. But I'm really proud. Like that was, that was the best. You got, you got got Patty certified while you were working there. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Did you start off with the resort course or you just jumped straight to the I think I just jumped straight to the patty because I had so, because everybody did it. I felt like I was the only geo who didn't scuba dive, you know, like it's just, we're all going out this afternoon. Come on with us. And I was okay. Now now when you're doing your checkout dives, do you have any funny Jojo stories? Did you see Jojo when you were diving? I have one good Jojo story. This is just just like the middle like right before dinner time I had to I had like an hour before I needed to get ready and you know be back at the boutique to close up shop and I just went out to the water right in front of the scuba shack there and I was just like the only person out there everybody else was getting ready and there comes Jojo right next to me and I'm freaking out because you know there's a fin it kind of looks like a shark a little bit when you're paranoid and not used to the ocean <laughs> I was like oh my god oh my god that's, that's Jojo okay just be cool just be cool and like he she's just swam around me a few times and I just stayed there and it was like nobody else was there it was nobody else to witness it but me and I was like did this happen and then I would see Jojo all the time though in the water like following our you know the scuba boat when we go out in the morning and stuff it was yeah. really unique really yeah. remarkable yeah he's, he's a he I think you said he she but yeah it's a yeah, yeah. the only time are we sure Can I, I had a day well yes okay but I had two <laughs> uh two encounters uh you know, oh, yeah. I, don't, I don't really talk about the second one because it's funny now, but the only time, cause I, I got to swim with him for six months. The only time I ever swam away from him is because one day, you know, he gets used to you. You, you he knows you're not going to bump into him right. and he, he gets comfortable with you. And one day that we, I looked at him and he was contorting his body in the weirdest way. Like, uh, I can't even explain it, but <laughs> I said, something's wrong. I dive down right. and I'm like, <clears throat> I swallow all the water. He's, um, how can I put this? His re- reproductive organs were out. Oh. And I've never seen anything that big and pink before in my life. And I got the hell out of there. Oh my you know? gosh. So, but again, I didn't do anything. Yeah. Cause it, I was just swimming next to him. So that's, that's funny. Yeah. Cause norm, normally well, that, when normally everyone swims, are, yeah. yeah, swims to a dolphin this time I was running away. Okay. <laughs> oh my gosh. Were you on a boat then? Were you like, no, 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 no. I was just snorkeling off the, oh, okay. uh, um, when I was in the scuba shack, the boats were out. So I saw him. So I jumped in as I usually did. And <laughs> Oh so, something gosh. was uh, something was amiss that morning. That's okay. so funny. Uh, that's hilarious. <laughs> now, do you have any like stories like that from your first season? I mean, not JoJo related. Did any uh, being a first season? Did you experience first... any fish out of water stories or anything funny happen? Uh, classic oh, my first gosh. season we geo blunder. We have 
semi-celebrities coming in. Um, there was a lot of, oh, I don't know, good times, a lot of good times. Semi-celebrity? Semi, what do you mean? You met, well, you met, okay, uh... so there was like, there was a model who came named like Ashley Montana, I think her name was. Okay. Um, Peter Cook came and he was really charming. He oh. ended up marrying Christy Brinkley. Yes, after he I, left. I was saying, yes, I recognize yeah. that name. Okay. Do you know him? Yeah, so he came. Well, I, he, I remember I, his story, but I didn't know he was yes. there. Okay. Yes. Before he married Christy, he took me on a nice date, actually, to the Grace Bay Club, and we had a nice dinner. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> I know. I was well, like, wait, well, what? He, you're marrying Christy Brinkley now? Dang. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <I was laughs> didn't know I was in that uh, kind of caliber, but yeah. all right. I was supposed I'll to be Mrs. It. Cook. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> well, and we... If, anybody he wasn't uh but he wasn't really i mean he wasn't famous at the time unless, no okay but they were all like these people who were like acting rich and famous and like they all had celebrity stories i don't think we had any oh wait there was that oh my gosh there was a french singer who's very johnny holiday he came in and oh my gosh all oh the he did videos were oh, okay. beyond like they were all besides themselves they were just like oh my gosh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's funny meeting someone famous who everyone else knows, but you're, since you're not from France, you're like, right. you know, but they actually, they actually like people like you because you're not fawning over them. So, right, I, right. I'm <laughs> completely nonplussed by their presence. Yeah. Like, nice to meet you. Yeah. So, what do you Looks do? like a normal okay. guy. Yeah. Oh, you <laughs> sing. Anything I've heard? Okay. Yeah, exactly. That's really, yeah, I know. They're probably like, yeah, they probably do respect somebody more who is. No, no, they do. I, I met stuff. a few like Quebecois and also European ones who, yeah, like talking to me because I didn't know who they were at all. <laughs> yep. I'm like, you were talking to so-and-so. Okay. <laughs> <Who is it? laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> they can't walk down the street in Paris. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny, but you know, this is what also is so cool. You, I didn't know anything about any other countries and, and having these conversations, you know, learning about, let's see, we had Aranya was on my team. He was from Mexico. What I was he know doing anybody. there? Uh, picnic snorkeling? Yeah, picnic snorkeling. He okay. was so young. I look back now going, God, if I was like 22 or 3, I think maybe he had to have been like 18. Well, yeah, I think he was, he was young. Like I, just he, a baby. He was young when I met him in 97 when he was, uh, yeah, doing the, uh, yeah, uh, he was circus then, but he was still doing the um, Olympic Day and all that. Great Olympic. You know, he did, he did everything around you, right? And everything he did, he did well. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah, he was still incredibly he young. Was, yeah, 97. he was super on board but like I, I i look back and think gosh he had all that responsibility at such a young age and i don't know how it do you have to be 21 to work there or not no I no, not I, no i've talked to i even know one who's who's not on the show yet she was saying she started even at 17 she was huh. obviously the youngest one in the uh, resort but uh no, the uh, european mentality definitely maybe, not an maybe, american mentality. maybe nowadays but yeah not back then okay <laughs> um let's see what else do i remember every Every week I would fax a letter home to my parents, which I don't know if you remember how we well, like fax I, do, I was going to ask you about that. So were you one of these geos? It's funny. Did you ever wind up on the blacklist? Because I know you, when geos came into your boutique, <laughs> they wanted to buy something like you, you were given a list called the blacklist, which meant they spent all their money and they owe money. Right. Oh, so, yeah. so did yeah. you, were you, did you save your money or did it all go on faxes or? <laughs> well, I made $350 a month. No, you so must there was have made really more. no money to say. No, no, no. You must have made more than that because I made. I started at four fifty in Turks in ninety four. You, you, yeah, you, you were. There's no way. Canadian. Yeah, no. I was paid four fifty U.S. So you must have at least got that yeah, was, same salary. Yeah, because I've heard other people say. Okay, they, they've, they've gotten, they've gotten more. Broke. Yeah, well, yeah, it's uh, it's the, the resort's designed to take your money. <laughs> I mean, All they, I did was spend it on yeah drinks yeah. and clothes in the boutique and then snacks. You know? Yeah, yeah, they love people like us. You go into the gestion at the end of your season. Thank you. You had a you had a great season. You owe us seven hundred and ninety dollars. You know, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Shall I make that cash cash or check to you? <laughs> Maybe I left. That's right. I think I left after eventually I end up leaving I think with $350 in my, okay. in my bank account that's hey, that's probably where that score. number comes from it's probably like when I left score I know right <laughs> I was ahead of the game when well right before I left I sold my car and so I paid off all my credit cards with that money so I, at least I was like living debt-free back then like I didn't have any other bills yeah you didn't have, yeah. um, have to pay for scuba diving okay <laughs> no thank god no right I learned how to water ski a little bit there, but I didn't like water skiing on the ocean. It was before, let's see what else I'm trying to think about. It was before circus got there. Tennis was a big popular one. Uh, Matt Weiss was our tennis instructor. He was really cool. We had a lot of new geos that year. 
so we all kind of bonded. There was Amy and Saline. She was the only girl in Saline, so she'd come to the boutique for girl time. Matt Weiss, let's see, Craig uh, Waterski. He was from Canada. He's from Kitchener, Kitchener. Kitchener, Ontario. Thank you. Yeah, you know how to say it. He he did. He was coming in as our water ski. We had Craig from Seattle and he was in bank. You know how it is. Craig Bank, Melissa Boutique, Craig Water Ski. So you didn't get a nickname? Um, No, I didn't get a nickname. I don't think I did. I'm curious because we're roughly the same height-ish. Maybe I'm an inch Mm -hmm. taller. But so since you're a you know, a beautiful uh, female doing the shows because your height, did they automatically stick you in the back row? Yes. Like, like the choreographers the back did to me. With, okay. I was in the back with Tatiana and Tatiana was at probably 5'11". And I think she's French. I don't think she was French Canadian. I'm pretty sure she was from France. I don't know if you, have you ever met her? Met her? Is her last name Cadou? Tatiana Cadou? I, 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 I worked with one Tatiana in Club Med, but um, I, I, I don't I, know. I, I, I saw six. her. I would vacation at Club Med down the road and i saw her in martinique with hendel again that's where i ran into her again so i don't know you know what was her what was her her position i think she was a hostess okay or no no she was front desk remember like there was a reception area she was reception well when you uh were in the boutique and you saw what hostesses were doing did you ever want to switch over or you were happy in the boutique no, I was happy in the boutique because it was fun. We were like a gang of girls and we chit chat all day. We pulled clothes and gossip and we could see, you know, it's right on the pool. So you could like, you know, go out at crazy signs at, at noontime and do your crazy signs and pop back in. And yeah, I mean, the ho- I could do that job. I was not opposed to it. It looked really easy, but I mean, I was having a good time in my boutique. So my, my eventual chief of boutique was um, a woman named Pascal and she was from Paris and she had her right hand was Valérie. And we had Genevieve and Louisette. And then we had a couple of pairs. Oh my gosh. Um, oh my uh, God. Well, Linda and somebody else. I can't remember her name right now. You mentioned crazy signs. So did you get into them? Were you, uh, did you have favorite I love ones? Crocodile Rock. I will oh, still bust out crazy God. signs if I hear Are that you song. serious? Oh my gosh, oh, yes. You just sank down one level with the oh, <laughs> crocodile. Because oh. you've done it a million times. You probably can't even stand probably, to hear it anymore. Yeah. Yeah, What's your favorite uh, one? Do you have a favorite? Oh, I'm, I'm like a, I like the uh, the Latino ones. So any uh, oh, yeah. Mavalo or um, mm-hmm. um, Tamake, those are probably. <laughs> but, well, eventually uh, in Cancun, that's when I started doing all those like Latin okay. ones. What was I going to say? So do you recall any of the shows that you got put into like to dance? Yes. Okay. So um, I was in a lot of shows. I wasn't, I'm not a dancer by any means. I mean, with my gangly legs I didn't think I even had any skills but club med quickly teaches you we're gonna get you on stage anyway it <laughs> doesn't matter if you look good up there we want you up there we're gonna put you there anyway because everybody does it so for those who don't know yeah the first night you know you get into a show and then we had rehearsals all the time let's see what I did like the French cabaret whenever we did a uh, big champagne pours once a week we would I would dress up also in the big you know feathers like Vegas girl style feathers I did that one what is it? Funky Gallo, come sono bello stasera. I can't remember the English show. Don't know what it I is. I don't know. I did a lot oh, of wow. shows though. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> very nice. Very nice. It's were an you... Italian song and I didn't speak Italian then. So were you uh, shy? Were you an introvert, extrovert? Because you know, you had to sit with a guest, you know, whenever you had to go to dinner. So were you always outgoing? Right. That I think was one of the best skills I learned at this job. Like Every evening, you know, it's seven o'clock or six o'clock, whatever it was, I think it was seven. I had to go stand at the bar if I wasn't working in the boutique and strike up conversations with strangers. And the first time I was like, what on earth are you saying? This is like hell. Like what? I just have to go to a stranger and be normal. Dude, by day three, I was just like drinking hand. Hi, how are you doing? What did you do today? Yeah, you went to scuba diving. Great. How was it? Oh, awesome. Excellent. What did you get to see? You know, I became an expert in talking to strangers about anything. And I think that's still one of my greatest skills today. If you sit next to me on an airplane, we're going to chat. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I might get hold your hand in, in times of terror and we will have a conversation and I will know everything about you by the end of it. Um, yeah. So that was really hard. I mean, did you have any experience in that? That's it, It's so odd to just learn to talk to strangers about anything, but it was a great skill. Yeah, you, yeah, you have to um, be, I guess, 
no matter what the topic, I guess you have to weigh in on it, right? No matter what they throw at you. I, I, I looked uh-huh. at it as a movie because I'd never been with New Yorkers. So whenever I was at a table at New Yorkers, I felt I was in a movie. So it was, it was really cool for me because <laughs> I've only ever seen New Yorkers on, you know, and sex in the city or whatever. So and they're at a different table New Yorkers. People. Oh yeah. 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 They, you find out quick. Uh, <laughs> the good, the bad. They'll tell you straight Especially up. Especially if uh, they throw you into a Rocky Horror Show at midnight. Yeah. And you arm them <gasps> with toilet paper. Yeah. You find out they have good arms, good throwing arms. <laughs> <laughs> that's when you were wearing nothing but uh oh yeah i didn't know I mean, i've never seen rocky horror and uh big ed was sick or something i had to replace him and i don't know what i was doing oh, and funny. they said oh just put this on and go <laughs> i said what's this <laughs> your uniform anyway uh yeah so that was my <laughs> in- introduction You're like where's the rest of it yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like, I'm this not, is I'm a not, great base, but where's the rest? Yeah, I'm not tanned for this. I wear board shorts. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, had I known, right. I would have worn a G-string at the scuba shack. Okay. <laughs> there you go. All right. Christmas oh uh, Christmas oh and New Year's roll around. Are you, so yes. were you first time away from your family, I'm guessing? So did the, that affect right. you or no? It was like any other day for you, didn't matter. It was, it was definitely like, this is hard, but I remember like I had such a positive experience. Like I wasn't going to let myself be brought down by that. I knew my family was fine and safe at home. And, you know, this is just my experience, but yeah, I did miss them. It was kind of like sad a little bit. I met this wonderful family. So, you know, it's the most expensive time of the year to be at club med. So really you get a nice caliber of people who are going and they're looking for a good time. And a lot of more families, you know, parents with maybe older children and stuff, because it was an adult village, you know, you had to be over 18, no kids allowed. So I remember um, my younger sister, Mm-hmm. Uh, no, not not back then. No, no. It was, what do you mean? It was all ages at Turks. Are you talking about in Turks? Yeah, in Turks. Oh no, no. It no, was it was all ages. No, oh, no, no, no. I distinctly remember. What do you mean during Christmas time? Like they let the kids in? Well, or- well, they didn't. They didn't differentiate. Kids were always allowed there. Oh, like, but just none, none really ever came. Oh, except one time this one. Oh, no, well, this, no, that, no, that summer, like I said, I I, I, oh. I mentioned, I don't know how many times I took beers off 12-year-olds in the disco and it was like, oh, I really? did this at home. Well, yeah, mostly European, but still. Oh, no, 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 no. There were. We didn't uh, have, like, there were rarely children. Like, okay. Well, very... no, summer summer was full of them. Yes. I mean, oh, later funny. on, later on, I don't know what year that 18 was instituted, but no, when we were there, 94, 95, I, it well, was. Um, might have been um, like after what happened my season. I don't all, know. All, all ages. No need to get into that. My next question but yeah, is... So there was a lot of like these nicer <laughs> older kids, like, you know, families with older kids. And I remember uh, my younger sister came to visit me that during that time period, during the Christmas break period. Oh, she did? And yeah. And okay. she was 18-ish, probably 19. Um, she's very shy and introverted. She was, and I couldn't be with her. Like, I was like, I got to work. You can't hang out with me all the time. You got to go, go to see Amy on the beach, you know, go learn how to sail or something, do something fun. So, um, but yeah, I remember like just hanging out with nice people. I remember feeling really solid. We, I, I loved my, my GM, my, my GOs, you know, my team was just so awesome. And like I said, because we were all new and far from home, we all kind of bonded and hung out a lot afterwards, like, like way afterwards, you know, like one in the morning when, if there was ever a time, but like, we'd all get together and like, especially during that time, it was nice. I had good memories. I had such positive memories though, overall, it was hard work. It was the hardest job you'll ever have, but the, the best job I'll ever have. Yeah, no, you're right about that. You are definitely yeah, right? right about that. Now, it's not like today. You mentioned, you mentioned, <laughs> yeah, you mentioned a lot of uh, geo names before. So, did any of these geos that did any of them uh, inspire you, or because you noted their positive attitude or work ethic? Did did you note any of this? Is there anyone? Well, that... yeah, I think everybody really did have the goal of giving you know the guests the best experience, the best vacation, the best everything. So um, I remember, like, who was my chef? Who was my chief of sports? Bruno. Did you know Bruno? Uh, no, I don't think he had arrived yet. I had uh, Ryan okay. Ryan when I was there, but I don't think Bruno, uh, there was probably someone I liked fill, him filling a lot. in for him. He was very, like, everybody really wanted a good experience. And I like Bruno. I, like, I think he really was a good um, leader. He was always, you know, Greg's right-hand guy, but even more so. He took he took the responsibility, took the role seriously. He was always very respectful and, and just a good, fun guy. Oh, my gosh. I remember because, you know, for us Americans, we don't kiss on the cheek when we meet. And yes. so I got used to it pretty quickly once I got to the club. But when my older sister came to visit, she was just like giggling and Bruno went to go for the kiss. And I'm like, go right, go right. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh. Yeah, that's, yeah, that was my culture shock when I got to Clement because I had never been 
kissed on by yes. men before on the oh, on yeah. cheek. So that that was my like hi, okay, right. opening moment. Yeah. Oh, hello. We do this. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Is this how we do this? And then, of course, <laughs> after a couple of years in club, it's like nothing. You know, you. <laughs> Right, don't even, then don't you go think home about and just kissing like your American, yeah, your North American family, and they're like, "What are you doing? Whoa, yeah, whoa, yeah. whoa, whoa, back off!" <laughs> yeah. Social distance, please. Okay, okay. Yeah. Well, eventually, yeah, when I lived in Italy, you learn the French. I think it was the French go for the left cheek first, and the yes. Italians to the right. It was opposite. But there's one European country so you have that does, to know that your does, culture. Yeah, but what's the one that does four? There's one European country that does it four oh, times. Is it like I forget. The I forget Netherlands. Which. Is it? Yeah, I think you're right. Might be one of those. Yes. Or Scandinavian ones <laughs> where you're just like when does this end I'm gonna flub I'm gonna go in the middle I'm gonna flub it don't take offense kissed, yes after living in Italy long after this I went to move to Italy but after living in Italy and I'd go to kiss a French person it would almost always land on the mouth I'm like sorry I don't know which side I'm supposed to be at right now so yeah Turks and Caicos was the first time also I drove mopeds on the wrong side of the road if you will the so is, is, that, is that your crazy funny story Oh, I guess so. That could okay. be one of my favorites. I mean, <laughs> I, I think all my stories are too scandalous to tell. Got it. Thank um, you. Nope. Thanks for uh, for emphasizing <laughs> that. We'll, we'll we'll pass on those. <laughs> exactly. But I had a lot of fun. Let's just say that. I had a yeah. lot of good times in the disco. I learned all those line dances. That was a blast. Like, it was, it was yeah. Good hokey all pokey good with things. the best of them, huh? Yes. Okay. Um. Yes. <laughs> And then it came time to eventually leave, right? So well, I was going to ask you: Did they ask you oh, okay. to do a second? Like, did you fill out a dream sheet, or did you want to continue, or did you want to yes. take a break? I wanted to continue. I kind of blocked out. Like, this is going to be a year-long thing. I will see what happens. And I don't know back then, but it just seemed for me like, okay, I'm not going to do this all my life. I'm not going to do this all my life. This is my goal. Like, I've got a career goal. I don't know what I was thinking because, like, this was so much more fun than anything else I could have been doing at home. But um, so I thought, okay, I'm just going to stay for a year. And so, yes, um, Greg called me into his office one day and I was nervous. Like, you know, you, you know how it is. It's there's two strikes and then you're on a plane home. So I wasn't sure if I was getting reprimanded for something or if, if you know, it's like getting called into the principal's office. Like, what, what, why am I here? He goes, hi, how you doing? Take a seat. And I'm like, nervous, like, good. What, why are you calling attention to me? Please just ignore me and I'll be fine. And he's like, you know, what did you think of the season? How did it go? And I said, I had a great time. I think I did well. I hope you agree with me. And he's like, yep, you're doing great. And I said, okay. And he goes, what do you want to do next? And I said, can I go to, you know, Mexico? Ideally, I'd like to be closer to my family because it's, it's a lot for us Californians to get to the Caribbean. Like it's two planes, you fly overnight. It's kind of a, a hassle. So my parents hadn't been out to see me. They were too busy building their careers still. Um, so he said, sure. And I said, great, I will see you on the flip side then. And so um, he, you know, I eventually I got sent away. I remember I was asleep on the plane before it even took off of Turks. Like I was so tired, like seven months I worked there seven days a week. I only had two sick days when I really got sick. Like I got some sort of like stomach flu or something bad. Cause you know, if you don't work, that means that your colleague is doing double time for you. Yeah, you know they're, they're doing a double shift and so you you show up like there's no you, you really only get sick once and it's only if you really 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 are so um yeah so I, I was asleep on the plane before it even took off I landed in Miami oh god and I was like what in the world just happened to me it was like I hadn't realized I'd been in this hurricane for seven months till I got off of it and I didn't realize how exhausted and like wrapped up in it you know it's like it's like a military mindset in the sense that it becomes you know you everything is the job you're working all the time you never are off even when you're off you're still on exactly that's why I didn't even really want not that anyone ever got two weeks off in between seasons but I really didn't want because I wanted to stay in that mode because it hurts more the longer you're out and you have to go back to your next season so but did they tell you you were going to Cancun or you only found out later? I only found out later. So I got super lucky. So Amy Saline, my colleague and other geo there, she was from Scarsdale, New York, and I had never traveled to the East Coast. So so I got to go visit Amy Saline and she from Scarsdale and she had a bunch of friends and we traveled the East Coast and we saw some ex-geos outside of Boston even. Like we got to hook up with some old people, some old friends. It was a super awesome experience. And I go home or I go to the airport to JFK which was so old school and I got on a payphone and I put my quarters in and you have to play extra because I was calling California and I call my mom and I say hi I'm on the 
you know, I'm at the airport. I'm, I'm on my way back home. Any news from Club Med? Because it's been like two weeks and I don't want to lose, you know, my job or my position. She goes, they just called. And I remember being in the airport and it's like in a movie, you know, you're just standing there and she's like, you got Cancun. And I was like, yes, 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 yes. I was so excited. So I got home. I spent another three days at home and got myself back to Cancun. And that was your last season? Yes, that was my as, second as and a, my last season. As a geo, okay. <laughs> as a geo, yes. I went back several times after, but yeah. Well, I think um, I know. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, it was very intimidating because, you know, you, you know, you come, I came from such a great crew in Turks and I'm suddenly coming into this new, you know, new village. How's the vibe going to be here? Who, if I know anybody, is anybody coming over with me? Okay. So was it, it wasn't uh, the same team. It wasn't Greg Snyder's team going to Cancun. Mm-mm. It was someone else. Okay. Do you recall who so, the chief was? So I was doing the same thing in the sense that I was coming in to replace people, but Yves Le Bon was my chief. Okay. Um, so I was kind of the first person to arrive of the next season and that there were so there was a lot of old season people. So as soon as I became friends with somebody, they were like on a plane two days later. So okay. for the first couple of weeks, it was a little bit not as fun or not as, you know, I didn't know anybody. It was kind of intimidating. I remember the very first night I arrived, I walked into the village, you know, like across the volleyball courts to the main bar. And there's all like the, all the chiefs of staff up there. And I'm that I see them all staring at me and I can, I know, I know who they are because they look like a bunch of European people who've got cigarettes in their hands and they look like they're the boss and in charge of stuff. And I'm walking across and I just walk, walk straight up to him and I just said, hi, I'm Melissa, I'm the new boutique geo and Yves Le Bon immediately introduced, introduced himself and he was all charming and flirtatious and sweet. And <laughs> I, I, and a, was, well, I want to ask you about him because I, uh, I worked with a guy who told the most hysterical story. Well, it wasn't really a hysterical story about him, but the way he told it was apparently he, uh, th- this chief would do this thing where, cause you know how you're, he was really big on you, you eat with the guests and you stay with right. them till, till they leave. So right. he would actually, the chief would park himself outside the restaurant, okay, and wait for mm-hmm. any geo, geo to come out unattended. And he said, <laughs> and then the guy said, he goes, now you have two choices. If he confronts you, you have two choices. You can either tell the truth up front or tell them, oh, the guests already left. I'm the last. But then he says, he's going to make you take, you, <laughs> you have to go back and show him your table. And of course, <gasps> if the guests were still there, well, then you were in trouble. So did he do that then? or? <laughs> well, we knew it was a very strict rule that you have to walk in and out with the guests. Oh, okay. So, so that's probably where it started. Yeah. Right, exactly. Like I mean, there was no joking around. Like you can't hilarious. go to eat till you have somebody to walk in with. And so it'd be like, oh man, you know, so your guts yeah. is when you use your skills at the bar, like, hey, are you hungry? Anybody hungry? You know, like, okay. yeah. I gotta eat now so I can be back in, you know, I've got another thing I gotta be back for in an hour. So I need to get into there. So yeah, and I remember um having too much wine on on more than one occasion where my chief of boutique came marching in. Oh, you see those mad marching steps of a French woman, you run. What are you doing? Why are you not out on the dance floor? I need the whole team and you're the only one not there. And it's like, oh my God, I'm sorry, I'm running. You know, you, you sit with the guests, you get to talking and you're drinking and talking and drinking, talking and, and, you know, occasionally you forget you're actually working. So yeah, so we had to be there in and out with guests all the time. That was absolutely no question. I'm going to ask you this next question, but I think, I think I already know the answer. Out of the two seasons, was one more magical than the other? Or they were yeah. both uh, good for, or was it because Turks was your first? and it was Turks was my time? first. It was like my yeah. first love. I don't know. We just had such a great group. We bonded. We got along super well. Everything was just like super. They, I had my birthday there. They gave me the nicest birthday party in the chief of boutiques, you know, room and, it, you know, made special efforts to get me gifts that you'd have to like, you know, get outside of the village, which was like a big deal to go outside of the village. It wasn't always easy to do that. Well, wait, did they make you skip around the room in the restaurant when it was your birthday? They did. I did do. That's right. I did. Okay. <laughs> okay got it. Okay. There's a lot of attention given to me that day. It was very sweet. Um, and I did not have to be in the show that night. That was like the biggest gift, you know, like, oh, you'll, or, you have the evening yeah. off. Yeah. You don't have to be in the show. You got an alarm clock now. You're all set, right? Exactly. <laughs> okay. It was so hard. That's so funny about the alarm clock because like little things like that were just so hard to come by. You'd have to request it from somebody who's either coming or going, you know, like here, can you mail these letters back in the States for me? So I don't have to pay $7. Oh yeah. Getting a package from a guest yeah. was like, it was like everything, right? It was like a status symbol. <laughs> it, it was huge. It was like the biggest deal. Like, oh, somebody brought me, sent me something from home. Cause you know, you, you'd yeah. send away these GMs like you're going home. Well, if you don't mind, I really could use like new underwear. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't sell them in the boutique. I don't know where I'm supposed to get them from. 
<laughs> so yeah, stuff like that, you know, it was really special. I remember that once I was in the boutique in Turks and um, this guy's talking, talking, and he said something like, oh, well, back in Danville. And I go, I turned around, I go, you live, you're from Danville? And he goes, yeah, I, I live in Danville and I, I, I'm a real estate agent. I go, oh my God, my mom's a real estate agent in Danville. Do you know Rachel Cuevas? And he was like, I know your mom. And I almost cried because you get so used to being away from home that it it doesn't really affect you. Like, you, you, I don't think about my parents, like everything was fine. I was just, nope, I wasn't, you know, you're in the mode of just work, we're good. But hearing my mom's name out of somebody else's mouth just brought tears to my eyes. Suddenly I like realized how much I missed everybody. And I was like, oh, wow. Oh, tell her I said, hi. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> next time you see my mom next week and it'll be like months before I see her, but okay. No, that made me cry now. It was so sweet when I came home, my dad cried. He wouldn't even look me in the eye for like five minutes. Okay. <laughs> it was so sweet because I, I surprised my parents. I didn't tell them I was coming home. So when I oh, so when I got off that plane in Miami, I, I had an overnighter in a hotel before I caught my plane flight back to California. My sister picked me up at the airport. And so I walk in the house and we had a mirror by the front door. And my mom was in the kitchen, but she could see me in the mirror, the front door. And she just about like, <gasps> die, you know, like they hadn't seen me in seven months. And then I my dad came home like an hour or two later from work and I put a back in the day we had you know answering machines my dad had a business answering machine in his office and so I left him a message it just said hi dad it's me I'm home turn around and so when he came home we went and waited for him to listen to the voicemail because it was the first thing he always did when he walked in the door and he just wouldn't turn around for like the longest time wow, <laughs> standing that's... there <laughs> that's standing pretty there. yeah elaborate thing to do with an answering machine at the time right <laughs> <laughs> I like, like aim to impress, you know. Explain that to your kids nowadays, huh? Oh, gosh. <laughs> the funniest thing, actually, I don't want to deviate too much, but my son heard a ringtone for the first time, like like I was calling somebody and I put it on speaker and he goes, What's that noise? I was like, What do you mean? What's that noise? It's <laughs> a ringtone. He goes, What is that? I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. You really don't know. Nine year old boy, you really we don't just, know. We just aged 30 years listening to that story. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> Um, I do have one, one last question for you. I forgot to ask yeah. you while you're in the boutique. Give me your, I don't know, top three dumbest questions ever asked to you. Do you recall? You must oh my recall. gosh. Okay. That's so funny. Okay. Number one, where's the boutique? Like you're standing in it. Okay. No, the other boutique. I go, this is the only boutique. The like, what boutique. are you looking, okay. what are you expecting? Okay. No. Okay. And I, I get that a lot. Like you'd be surprised. Like we, the other boutique. Okay. And yeah. I'm like, this is, this is it, man. This, this is your one-stop shop. Um, I remember one girl who got mad at me because we didn't carry her branded tampons. Oh boy. <laughs> okay. I, she got angry. And I was like, <laughs> what do you want from me? Like, okay. On a I, tropical I, Island that yes. stuff has to get flown in or shipped in. Okay. Right. Okay. I'm like, there's literally, it's like Russia over there to a certain extent. You yeah, get what yeah. you get and you don't throw a fit, you know, <laughs> this is it. So that's why, like, that's why I brought my 16 bars of soap. I was covered, you know, okay. You know, it's funny about, <laughs> A year and a half later, I saw her in a bathroom in a Paris disco and I looked at her and I remembered her face and I was oh, like, oh on. my God. Are I you can't serious? Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. It was the funniest thing. I was like, you won't, you know, it's also funny. So the very first night I'm in Milan, fast forward like a year later, my, I look at the waiter, he comes to sit down. I'm the very first night I just arrived. We go to the restaurant. I look at the waiter and he goes in Italian. He says, ma io ti conosco. And I was like, I don't speak Italian because I didn't then. I go, but I know you. He goes, Club Med. I go, yes, Club Med. Like, I met people <laughs> who I ran into around the world later on. That's how Club Med is so amazing, like international. Like, yeah. uh, seriously, in Paris, I'm running into people. In Milan, I'm running into people. I'm like, how is this? How do I know you? Club Med. Yeah, no, no, it's true. And you can meet them in the the like the smallest place, like the place you would least suspect you would meet yep. someone you either worked with, you knew, and you're like, holy crap. Yeah, what a small world. Yeah, that's true. Um, I remember getting questions about the weather, like when is this going to stop? Are you going to yes. make the rain stop? Yes. When, anyway. What time is it going to stop raining? My favorite, yeah, personal favorite. Our, yeah. <laughs> yes, before the age of the internet when we could actually know that answer. Um, yeah, I don't yeah. know. Tonight, tomorrow, in an hour, who knows? It's, it's the tropics. Things come and go pretty quickly around here. It was always freezing. Whenever it rained, it was always cold. Like even in the summer, like it'd be yeah. boiling August day or July day and the rain was freezing. I always remarked at that. God, I love that. I love so, a tropical storm still now. Bring it on. Before I uh, before I let you go, am I forgetting to ask you something or something like a Clamed you wanted to say? Like, I don't, you know, I'm so glad you came and shared your story. But uh, if I'm forgetting a story, like, please say it now or something you wanted to say about Clement. No, 
all good things. Like I was such, such a fan of Club Med that years, like I, I, after I moved to Milan, we would still come back every year to make like a trip. I got to meet Hendel one year in Cancun. And then he became a good friend because we would spend like three weeks at Club Med there and Hendel would give us a really good rate. <laughs> it was so nice to always go back and see people. I remember seeing you, but my ex-husband was so jealous. I couldn't say anything to you. Like I saw other ex-boyfriends, a couple, you know, you and actually you and one other guy. And I could not talk to either of you because my ex was so psycho jealous, but um, it was always nice to go back to the club. I always had such good memories and I still go back. Like, you know, we've been to reunions together and I will take my kids hopefully next year. Like it's, it's such a positive place. And I've sent so many people there. It's just such a good place to go. It's like summer camp for adults and families. Well, that was well, well said and well put. Very nice. Well, th thank you again, uh, Melissa, for taking the time to share your story. It's been uh, very kind of you. And uh, especially since our first season was in the same resort, we had a lot of shared, uh, you know, similar uh, stories. So that's always good to hear about the old place. And mutual working. friends too. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Well, everyone. Oh, look at all these pictures. I love this. Well, yeah, some yeah. of these are up on your Facebook, right? So I'm going to put your uh, your full name in the podcast, uh, your episode description, if that's okay with you. So people can look, sure. up, look up you, uh, Melissa McIntyre, but we knew you as Melissa Cuevas back then. So mm -hmm. uh, that was uh, Melissa from uh, San Diego. So uh, we'll see you all next week. Thanks again, Melissa. And we'll see you all later. Take goodbye. Bye. Bye. Later.